Aaron, dude, I don't like it in here. Zach, I don't either. <laughs> With that inflection. <laughs> I don't either. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are talking Doll Island two ways. Mm-hmm. So Doll Island is pretty much what it sounds like. It is this place in Mexico City that is an island that has tons of old dolls and doll parts just hanging all over it. Baby dolls. Yeah. Like stapled to the wall, essentially. Every available surface covered with dolls now what i've seen of it is like it's been happening over the course of decades Mm -hmm. presumably and so these dolls are weathered they are aged they are covered in dirt they are covered covered in cobwebs Mm -hmm. they are covered in spiders yeah they have like spiders coming out of their eyes and stuff yes so it is like the the sort of like height of classic creepiness scary baby dolls Mm -hmm. all over this island in mexico city Right. But what's special about this episode of Guide to the Unknown is the way that we're going to be tackling the story of the Island of Dolls, Mm -hmm. of Doll Island. Kristen and I have each watched a ghost hunting reality show, and we are going to each recap that episode of a show so that Kristen and I can cross-reference the evidence Compare and contrast. Their experiences there. I'm curious about the differing methodologies of different groups of ghost hunters. Yeah. Basically, it occurred to us that with all of these ghost hunting shows out there, it's incredibly likely that many of them have visited the same location. Mm -hmm. And when you have multiple people going out there and filming, they're getting, you know, sets of data that you can compare to each other. Right. So what happens to each of these ghost hunters? Maybe we're going to see that, uh, um, you know, something that they, they discounted or didn't really focus on happened to both of them. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's like, Oh, neither one of them noticed that doll in the corner that did X. Right. Or maybe they both completely fabricate completely different stories totally. using that locale. Who knows? We haven't spoken about this no. at all. Nope. Now, William, I think that I would like you to talk about the episode of the show you watched okay. off the bat, yeah. and then I'll kind of jump in and we'll do it from there because we already have a baseline of a ghost show that is very near and dear to us, and you were interacting with this baseline for this episode, and that is Ghost Adventures. That's right. I watched Ghost Adventures where Zach Bagans and crew went to the Isle of Dolls. Um, and Kristen and I famously had a short-lived spin-off podcast called Ghost Adventures Adventures, where we were watching this show and yes. digging through their evidence and trying to make sense of what they were experiencing and collecting. And I mean, honestly, I don't think that I had watched a frame of Ghost Adventures since we stopped doing that show. I think I have. Okay. Yes. Um, to the point that I was like, okay. you sort of assigned me Ghost Adventures for this episode. And yep. I was like, oh, I've seen so much Ghost Adventures. I could use another <laughs> flavor. But- I will say once it started, I was right back in it. Really? And I was really enjoying myself. Oh, good. So I assigned you Ghost Adventures. It was really just a logistical thing because the show that I am covering, Expedition X, is only available on Discovery Plus, which is like a paid streaming service right now. And I happen to have a free trial of it at the moment. Mm. So that's really why I did that. But I'm glad to hear that it was good to see your friends again. Yeah, it was very nice. And thank you so much for the organization so that I wouldn't have to get Discovery Plus. Yes, you're so welcome. So I logged into Discovery Plus to watch this. I couldn't get it anywhere else. 
Um, and it was, according to when I Googled it, it oh. said that it was, it said that the Doll Island episode was season 10, episode four. Then when I finally got into Discovery Plus, which took me a bit, couldn't find it. Season 10, episode four was, it was called like hour 14 of our investigation. I was like, this isn't right. So I just poke around until I found it. Discovery Plus has it listed as season 12, episode three. Oh, weird. I don't know what's going on. Did you get the Verizon trial? Uh, no. For everybody out there, you can get six months of Discovery Plus for free if you have Verizon. Huh. So just look into it, or which just, you do. So Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. Who cares? Anyway, I watched this episode, and granted, I have not seen a ton of Ghost Adventures. Right. We watched two seasons on Ghost Adventures Adventures. Mm-hmm. We I've seen some recent stuff, but- this was a just a, a full-blown, like, a regular episode yeah. of their ghost hunting stuff. For those of you who are not familiar with Zach Bagans, the typical flavor, or maybe I'll say it as what I was anticipating. Sure. I'm used to the Zach Bagans flavor as being, we're going to go to a haunted location. I am going to try to provoke the spirits there. He literally tries to neg mm-hmm. and intimidate ghosts. Right. And then we're going to do a lockdown. We are going to be here overnight and get as much evidence as we can possibly get. And his theory is, or what he at least says, is that he's not negging and yelling at them just for the sake of it. It's a provocation to get a response that they can then record. So from his perspective, this is a technique. Sure. Now, that is not what I got in this episode. Softer side of Sears? Yes, but also very serious. Mm. This was like a true, like a documentary. Okay. This episode of the show I felt was very dramatic. It felt very big budget. Um, there were there was like no goofing around. There wasn't a lot of playful mm-hmm. stuff happening. Yeah. So much so that like the couple of moments of levity there were, I found to be wonderful <laughs> and stand out. Yeah. But so here's the basic setup that they give us at the start of the episode. The Island of Dolls. A guy named Don Julian was unable to save a girl that he saw drowning. And after the that girl's death, a doll washed up ashore of his little island where he lived. Now, we already have a differing story, just very, very slightly. Okay. In that on Expedition Expedition X, they say that Don Julian just found the body of a girl in the, the canal. Not that she was like actively drowning and he couldn't save her. She was already dead oh. when we see her, as far as Expedition X says. That's very interesting. Yeah, I definitely got more of like a cinematic flavor of like uh-huh. Don Julian was unable to save her. Okay. But then this doll washes up ashore, and ever since, he started to hang any other dolls that he could get his hands on, on the island, seemingly to appease the spirit of the drowned girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to point out that of the Ghost Adventures crew that I'm familiar with, it's Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, and Nick... Groff. Oh, that's right. Groff. You hadn't met Billy Tolley or Jay Wosley. No, I had seen Billy Tolley... Well, naturally. ...of Ghost Pimps. Was his original ghost hunting crew. Yes, and they he appeared on Ghost Adventures in the first season right? under the banner of Ghost Pimps. But he was here. He, yeah. he seemed to be part of the crew. He was not like front and center. Right. I will say Nick Groff was missing from this episode. He had not left the show yet, but he was away because he had just had a brand new baby girl. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. And so he was not on this episode. So anyway, evidently, as some of the other investigation that Zach Bagans did or storytelling to set up what's going on here, 
the uh, the canals around the island. They're called the Sochi Milko canals. That is where countless bodies from a, a, a battle mm-hmm. were dumped. Oh. Just all of these like bodies dumped into this canal. And so over the course of years, periodically, the skeletons would float back up to the surface or they tried to clean the bodies out of the canals. And so there have been like countless dead dropped into the waters there. I did not hear this at all. Yeah, it, it to me was like sort of like a significant part of the oh, setup. They don't say that at all. That's on interesting. Expedition X. There are a few things that Expedition X I don't think would even have experienced mm-hmm. in this episode as well. Like uh, Zach Bagans, you you have to get to the island by boat. It's an island, obviously, yep. but so like the canals are pretty small, so mm-hmm. they're in like a little motorboat, but like I don't know. To me, it felt all sort of like exposed and and yeah. Uh, on their way to the island initially for a daytime sort of excursion there, they happened to pass. Presumably, they didn't know this was happening. They happened to pass a performance on another island of La Llorona. Oh, there okay. were There was a crew and there were performers that were dramatizing the story of La Llorona, which I believe we've discussed La Llorona on the show before. Yes. It is a myth of the woman in white who, broadly speaking, her ghost shows up searching for her missing child. Right. Which, obviously, you can make tied to the story of the drowned girl that Don Julian was unable mm-hmm. to save or, in your story, just uh, happened, happened to upon. see. Yeah. Right. Um, they also come across, and this is, again, like happenstance, there is somebody who works in the area who shares a story. So traveling along the canals, this worker says that he started to hear the sound of a beating drum. Mm. Just boom, boom, boom. As he's as he's piloting his boat through the canals, boom, boom, boom. Faster and faster and faster. Aligned now with the beating of his heart, making it go faster and faster and faster. What a good story. Mm-hmm. And so much so he got like worked up into this tizzy that even by the time he got home, he couldn't stop. He couldn't get it out of his head. He, something was wrong with him. He couldn't shake the feeling until they had a shaman perform an exorcism. Oh. Mm. So again, this is just Zach Bagans. He's not even at the island yet. Right. He's just come down to ask people a few questions and he's trying to get there and he's already getting this sort of local flavor of of this is what this canal does or here's what it means to people. Man. I must say, when they finally get to the island, and if you've listened to Ghost Adventures Adventures, you can hear me sort of become increasingly disillusioned yeah. with the show. But I will say that, like, the initial reveal and Zach Bagan's arrival at the Isle of Dolls, mm-hmm. the Doll Island, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, it was like, very intimidating. Sweet. Um, so, Question, what was he wearing? Just, you know what? Dressed pretty average. Like, black hoodie. Okay. Nondescript mm-hmm. in, in a certain way. He wasn't as, like, absurd as he was early on. Right. With old timey like aughts fashion yes but also not quite as fingerless gloves Mm -hmm. top hats scarves gotcha glasses as now Mm -hmm. um no he dresses pretty normal now he dresses normal yeah i thought i saw him with a lot of accessories i think there was a time where he's wearing a lot of accessories but he just dresses like a normal dude okay right now yeah enough so um the way that i saw the the doll island it looked like a pretty small island with like one shack on it yep not a gargantuan no teeny um, and again, everything is just like exposed to the elements, more setup. Zach explains that he is not 
stoked to be here. Mm-hmm. He says that he has a legitimate phobia of dolls. Okay. Um, and then uh, he's also heard rumors that evidently there's a doll in here that is able to make sounds. You can hear it crying, uh-huh. even though it doesn't have batteries or anything. Well, it's interesting that he says that about having a, a doll phobia because then he had that dust up with Tony Spira and Annabelle. Yeah, that's right. Remember that guy who owns Annabelle, who is the son-in-law of the Warrens, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, who you know had Annabelle the doll. They were famous demon hunters who were featured in the movie The Conjuring. Tony Spira brought the real uh, Annabelle doll to Zach Bagan's haunted museum, and he told Zach not to touch it, and Zach did. Mm. And so they got into a huge fight, and they have a big feud and everything. So it, I'm surprised that Zach was able to fight through that. You're right. I guess he can conquer his phobia when the occasion comes that he has to. Sure. Maybe yeah. maybe he's doing it for the show. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have a phobia at all, right. and it heightens the stakes for a, a viewer because these are entertainment properties. Perhaps. Perhaps. Who, who can say? Who knows? I can't imagine. Let me ask you something, actually, before I continue on with what happens mm-hmm. with Zach Bagans. Yeah. I, I should say that like, while I've gotten them now to Doll Island, mm-hmm. I felt that this episode of Ghost Adventures was representative of a large change from what I had seen of seasons one and two, which I felt were very much about, let's get in there. Let's tell the story. Let's experience a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We'll set up cameras. We'll watch them and talk about them. We'll capture EVPs and react to them. Here, I felt like Ghost Adventures was really... I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. But it was not the evidence-based show Mm. that I felt it was trying or portraying itself to be, I should say, early on. Even if I disagree that their evidence is viable. Yeah. Like, here, it was like Ghost adventures yeah it's like i'm gonna go here then i'm gonna do that then i'm gonna meet this person then i'm gonna hypothesize this there was not a lot of direct investigation of doll island specifically here okay i'm kind of curious about expedition x Mm -hmm. what did you think what is the format of that show because i think that probably for people listening to this episode of guide to the unknown they might have some familiarity of, of ghost adventures of their own or heard us talk about it so they know that it sort of is like this pt barnum esque Right. Character Mm -hmm. going somewhere and having a big personality himself in his investigations. Before I continue with what he's done, I don't know that you will have many parallels because in a minute he leaves Doll Island. Really? Yeah, he'll go back. Okay. But there's like a whole other wrinkle happening in Ghost Adventures. So I I, I at least would like to know like some setup of what Expedition X is and does and how. Okay, so I had never seen Expedition X before, but it's a spinoff of a show that is super duper popular called Expedition Unknown that I've only seen a couple episodes of, but that I enjoyed. So that also has a big host, but in a different sort of way. Um, Very, 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 very different. It's this guy named Josh Gates, who is like this like white toothed explorer hat wearing dude with like a radio DJ voice who seems very nice. And he's an adventurer. He likes to go all over the world and investigate strange things. He has definite, a definite Indiana Jones vibe to him. Oh, what Um, what does white toothed mean? He's got very white teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's just, he's this like shiny kind of all American nice boy dude 
which is contrasted. It's like a Boy Scout? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like an excited Boy Scout kind of vibe. And so Expedition X is the like strictly paranormal spinoff of Expedition Unknown, where they will sometimes be looking for like lost gold or something like that. You know what I mean? So the premise of it is that it's hosted, it has two main hosts and they consult with Josh Gates like every once in a while, basically. He's like this overarching kind of like mentor dude to them. But you're mainly following Phil Torres, who is a scientist, and he's looking for the rational explanations on their cases. And Jessica Chobot, who's a paranormal researcher. Okay. So she's more inclined to look for the ghosty stuff. So it's very much skeptic versus believer kind of thing. But they work together. They're not like, you're so silly for thinking this. Sure. But they're bringing that perspective to it. Um, and I, it was just total luck. I didn't know that they do this. For this particular episode, they team up with Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters, which is like the first ghost show, basically. All right. And so it's a fun format. I feel like it felt very much like of another time, like an old show that surprises going on right now. So the way that it starts out is that it's the three of them, um, not Jason yet, but Josh, Phil, and Jessica, all sitting in like an Indiana Jones-esque artifact room discussing the case that they're going to go, you know, check out. And Josh throws to a video on like a TV behind them from the internet, quote unquote, of a doll collection from a woman in California where they say that one of the doll's arms moves. And he says to them, what do you guys think about this? And Phil is like, oh, it's interesting. I would definitely need more evidence, though, because it's pretty coincidental that the doll's arm moves right when the camera pans to it. Right. And Jessica is like, well, it, it could be legit. You never know. But I also would like more info. So there's this like whole setup thing. And then he's like, well, there's another place that has a lot of haunted dolls, Doll Island. And I'm going to send you guys there to see what you can find out yeah, this about feels- what's making... Yeah. It feels like a Carmen San Diego or something. It kind of Listen up, is. gumshoes, but I'm going to have you investigating this time. Yes, and then they call him every once in a while. They're like, Josh, so this is what I found. And it's supposed to be that Josh is like on location shooting probably Expedition Unknown at the minute. He's like, hey, guys, all right, what do you what do you got going on right now? While well, he's like standing in a field. Oh, wow. It sounds like Mythbusters. You know how like Maybe. the the, rea- the the like attitude that the hosts of that had together was like sort of like jovial? Yeah, th- but also like practiced them, and kind of scripted. Yes, yes, very much like that. Like the the two of them are jovial scripted with Josh, right? And I think that it's set up so that he can spend minimum time with them. Yeah, not like he doesn't like them, but just so that they can carry the show. Because so, there are even times where like they're talking into a walkie-talkie, and you can tell he's dubbed over, and he's like, "All right, great work, guys. Let me know what else you find out there." Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So he's the way into this being a thing, but he's not super present in a lot. Okay, and um. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it felt like a throwback show, just the format and everything. Um, It's very polished. It's not trying to be like gritty ghost show in any way. And it feels kind of scripted in not necessarily a like pulling the wool over your eye sense, but just in knowing that they need to get to certain beats and things like that in a way that was um, very familiar and kind of comfortable to me. I was like, okay, and you said it's kind of show. It's like a current show. Yeah. How, do you know when this episode aired, roughly? Um, let me see. It was season one, episode three. I think they're filming season two right now. Oh, wow. So it's pretty recent, then. I think potentially. so. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ghost Adventures, the, the one that I watched for this was 2014. Mm-hmm. So they went first, I yeah. guess. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely would think so. That's interesting. It started in 2020, Expedition X. Wow. Yep. All right, interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I you mentioned that like the episode started with them talking about doll collectors. Yeah. You know that I accidentally went to a meeting of doll collectors, right? What? <laughs> I'm sure you know this story, but there's a good- I know, remind me. I must, but I- what? You, you may have forgotten it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I won't take too much time with it because I'm sure I've told it on a show before as I'll well. Take all the time you need. But it, but it was, it was a, an odd day for me. <laughs> so I, I was at home. I, I lived at home. I don't even know. You may have moved out. I'm not sure. Uh huh. So I was at home, and you know, I was a layabout. I was, <laughs> I was a, uh, uh, I was, you know, supposedly aspiring to be a writer, but I wasn't really doing much of anything. I was probably 17. Yeah. You know, 17 or 18. So I was laying around on the couch and mom saw, I I guess she got like a a local newspaper, whatever, a local flyer that was saying that the guy that writes the New York Times crossword puzzles was going to be at the library today. I vaguely remember this. Today at two o'clock, he's going to be doing a speech or, uh, you know, be talking about writing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you should go to that. And I went, "Ah, why? It's crossword puzzles? I don't don't really. Yeah. Just come on. Don't you want to go? You should go. And it turned more and more into like, go, just go, just go do something. I can totally picture this. Please have some (laughs) aspiration or interest at all. So she really was like enthusing that I I should go. She gave you like a dog with a bone with something. Sure. So I I finally relented. I was like, all right, when, when is it? And she was like, it's like right now. It's like starting in 15 minutes. So I had to leave right now. So I got in the car and I drove across town to get to the library, went in, and it's in a conference room in the library, which I'm like, where, the, where yeah, are these? Yeah, where do these? I go? It's behind the books? The, yeah. <laughs> what is there besides the book, the big book room? I don't know where I'm going. Right. And finally, somebody directed me to, you know, like meeting room A. So I walk in and I'm like, grumpy, grumpy young man. <laughs> and I take a seat at the back. And there are a few other people and they're just like a scattered few people. They're all like older women, 50s, 60s. Yeah. And um, they all have huge garbage bags. <laughs> and then, like, as I – actually, as I was walking into the room, I, like, approached there at the same time as somebody. And I was like, oh, oh, here, after you. And I opened the door mm. for her. And she was, like, lugging this huge, like, Santa sack. And I was like, why do they all have huge <laughs> garbage bags that are, like, <laughs> filled to the brim? And I'm sitting here with, oh, like – Oh, my God. Like, with nothing. With, like, yeah. a notebook. Yeah. And – uh. Then somebody walked in and was like, all right, everybody, let's get started. And I was like, that's not Will Schwartz or whatever his name is. <laughs> right. And then all the, the people started like going to their garbage bags and pulling out horrifying dolls, like American girl dolls and little dolls and big dolls and putting them just all over these tables. Did you stay? And all of them looking at me like, what's he doing here? Yeah. Why is he in here? Um, called mom. Uh, she got the date wrong. <laughs> so she accidentally sent me to like a midday meeting of the the Doll Collecting Association of America. Oh, that's the best. The DCAA. Right. Oh, that's... I, did, I did not stay. Now, I might have had a much different future if I had. True. Who knows where you could have gone? Oh, the places you could have go. I'll tell you what, as a, as a young man with no ambition, right. being in that room and being like, this is what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like I was like, there's stuff happening. Good to know. I'm going back to the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the right idea. Oh God. It was, it was wild. 
That's insane. I don't want to put them down to listen. Have your no, options. I know. Whatever. Totally. I'm saying it's insane that you were there when you have no connection to that. I had no connection, and I think that they were very weirded out by my presence. Of course. They I also were. think they felt somewhat exposed. They had so yeah. many. They had so many <laughs> dolls, and like, if you're putting them in a garbage bag, that's not like taking care of them. Yeah, that is surprising. It's not like they were trying to keep them mint. Yeah, I like. I don't know what you do. Like, once you take them out of the bag, right? And you put them on the table. You just look at them. You trade them? Is yeah, it- maybe it was trading, maybe it was examining and, and trying to figure out the year that something was made. But it is surprising that, that they were just in garbage bags. Yeah. Huh. It's just like, and it, they looked at me surprising. like, what are you doing here? But the look also sort of communicated like, you're not supposed to be seeing this. Yeah, right. Like, you're not really one of us. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Get out of here or I'll turn you into a doll. Right. Oh my God, that's <laughs> put right. Put you in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have boxes for them because it's not like they came in boxes. No. These were people that they turned into dolls. These dolls were born, not made. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about another kind of bag. Yeah. Baggins. Yes. Okay. Baggins. Back to Baggins. Yeah. So, all right. So now he's on Doll Island mm-hmm. and they, they have some more sort of like. I don't know. Like, it feels to me like there were just like a million gimmicks in the episode, which were all very interesting and entertaining. Yeah. So they they go to the island and they meet Don Julio's nephew, who explains Rogelio. What is his name? Rogelio. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I don't have his name. It might have been down. the same guy. Who Maybe we talked to an Expedition X. So Zach Bagan said that Don... he was the caretaker of the island. Now, okay, so I'm then sure probably, it was. yeah, yes. probably. So he said that he found his uncle dead on the island. Mm-hmm. And that where he found him dead, he was face down in water. Yeah. But it didn't imply to me that it was necessarily in the creek. I, I couldn't really tell. Okay. But um, he said that his theory is that the spirit of Don Julio, uh, uh, Julian, was uh, that a big fish. He saw a big fish by his uncle's body. And he sort of thinks that the fish took the uncle's spirit and went out into the water. So the, the spirit of Don Julian is still in the waters around here, basically. Oh, okay. Was what he said. He also says that this was the same place yeah. where that girl had died 50 mm-hmm. years prior, drowned. He says that in Expedition X as well. He does. Okay. So He did not say the fish thing. He didn't say the fish thing? I wish that he had. I've got a lot of fish people stuff going on. Oh, I got no fish people. Oh, okay. I'm going to be talking about some fish people. So did Rogelio say anything about the fact that he... So in Expedition X, he said that he thinks that his uncle was by the spot where the girl... Where he found the girl. And that her spirit might have manifested right there. Oh. Scared him, given him a heart attack, and caused him to fall into the water. After like 50 years of trying to appease her with all the dolls, she gave him a heart attack? Yes. No, that was not said in Ghost Adventures. Okay. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So after they go to their their sort of like daytime view Mm -hmm. of Doll Island, which admittedly is pretty pretty hairy. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, it's unsettling. It's creepy in a you could set design this pretty easily kind of way. Definitely. It's not the impl- I'm not saying that that is the case, but I was watching this with Allie, uh-huh. and we were talking about it, and I was like, it's it's very, it's like visually striking. Yeah. It's an interesting looking place. And she was like, yeah, if you knew a show was coming and you wanted to impress them, you could always just hang more dolls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's an interesting point. I not think to it's be, a thing, though. Not to be too cynical, but like, yeah, Ghost Adventures is coming? All right, let's give them a show. I think I think it is a real place and a thing, though. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. But Don Julian has been dead th- since two thousand one. Right. 
But I think it's a local curiosity where people do it. Like uh, on the show, one uh, they they talked to a witness who got freaked out on Doll Island because um, her friends dared her to go to Doll Island and steal one of the dolls. So she went there and she just felt she said she felt like there was a dark vibe when she got there and she felt like somebody else was there and then she saw a small shadow maybe of like a little girl possibly and she felt physically sick and like she was she should just get out of here she felt like something wanted her off the island and so she got out of there oh really so it's obviously a local curiosity that people will be like you should go to doll island like i bet you won't you know oh that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah I, I i wonder if that's the kind of thing then that like kids around the area are like yeah truly daring each other to do it maybe like going in the middle of the night and being I like think did you see like gregory ran away it's like the equivalent of a local haunted mansion yeah you know that's abandoned that is cool How yeah so that? i think it's a real place i what? want that yeah that's pretty cool a local haunted yeah ban- yeah yeah Mm-hmm. We can. Tr- I would love the idea of daring someone to go in, spend the night <laughs> in the old the local haunted house. Yeah, you can dare me all you want. Yeah, um, there is a moment I will say later on that Zach, you said that that girl said that she like just like felt something that that told her she had to get out of there. Yeah. Later in the episode, and again, he's just like he's he might just be a wonderful showman, mm-hmm. but Zach Bagans does say standing in the shack surrounded by plastic dolls, he goes, I just. I feel like I'm being watched. Like I have this overwhelming feeling of being like stared at. And he goes, and not the doll's eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about like the plastic doll eyes. Yeah. Like something can see us right now. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be, whether you believe in it or not, I found that to be like a really interesting notion that you're in a room. Right. Filled with eyes. But the thing you feel looking at you. Is not any of those. Is not any of those. It's something else. Have you ever had a sense that something's watching you like that and nothing, nothing's there, but you feel like you're being watched? I haven't. I've heard people refer to that on shows and stuff before, but I've never had that sensation. No. Yeah. It, what yeah. sense is that? You know, like. It's kind of your sixth sense, I guess. It's a sixth sense? Yeah. Like the idea of like somebody's somebody's watching me right now. I've never felt no. that. I do, I do have like a, a fear of the notion of somebody staring at me. Like I've got yeah. a, a thing about like somebody like looking at me through the window. Right. Right. Stuff like that. But like I've never actively been all that paranoid about it or, or imagine that I, I felt no. somebody's eyes upon me. Me neither. Um, all right. Well, Ghost Adventures takes a weird turn. Okay. The stakes get either r- raised uh-huh. or... Maybe they're just the same. I don't know if you can raise stakes when it's all ghosts anyway. <laughs> That's true. It'd be hard to, I guess. But Zach Bagans does something. Okay. Well, William, why don't you tell me what that is in just a moment? I will. Okay. So we just want to tell you about ourselves really quickly. Guides the Unknown is both an audio and a video show. So make sure that you're subscribed to it on whatever podcast app you use. And also go check out the visual version at youtube.com slash talkbomb where you can see Will and I actually talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we have a Patreon page where there is a ton more Guides the Unknown stuff. If you go to patreon.com slash pod and you sign up to donate to the show for four dollars or more per month then you get 
a secret podcast that nobody else has access to except for patrons called the Netherworld Dispatch. It comes out every month on the 13th of the month. And as we record right now, there are, I believe, 17 episodes with with more coming out every month, obviously. We also do a monthly live stream. There is a patron-only Discord that's really cool. We put up things like our show notes every week and lots of other just bonuses. We kind of just hang around there. And if we think of something cool to put on Patreon, we'll put it on Patreon. We hang around. You know, we're just kind of lurking around Patreon like a little little like, goblin. Like Jay and Silent Bob outside of the quick stop. <laughs> Basically. Just chilling. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Wah, I know wah. that's not Jay and Silent Bob, by the way. Well, I was mixing my, not metaphors, but you know. It's Dante. That's true. And he You're all Dante. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all Dante with this promo. I basically am. But thank you so, so much to our current patrons because you absolutely helped keep the show going. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to be part of that and get all that cool stuff, go to patreon.com slash gttupod. Yeah, get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Zach Bagans introduces something. Yeah. Uh, arguably, he introduces someone. Okay. There is suddenly a special guest on Ghost Adventures. He refers to it as a, a guest investigator. That's so weird that there was also a guest investigator on Expedition X. Was there? I wonder why they're doing this. Yeah, Jason from Ghost Town. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess it's you know especially going to have the 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 person from another show to get some cross promo there. I know. I wonder if it's like a pulling out all the stops kind of episode because Doll Island is like, I feel like people love haunted and scary dolls. Sure. So maybe they're just like throwing everything at it on this episode. It's going to be a huge one then. Maybe, maybe. Um, But I will say Zach Bagans makes a very particular point to the crew. He says, I have to warn you guys not to touch him. Don't even look into his eyes. Zach Bagans it then cuts to Zach Bagans leaning on a briefcase. It's like con- a Charlie McCarthy doll? Containing Harold the doll. Okay. Do you know who Harold the doll no, is? No, I don't. Kristen? Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I may never know. <laughs> but he tells the story. He says, a very elderly man owned this doll. I can hear him say that. A very elderly man owned this doll. Yeah. Yeah, very. He got it for his son. After the son died, the doll is said to have started laughing, singing it could move. A priest said that the doll was possessed and to burn it. Oh. They tried. Damn thing wouldn't burn. (laughs) Uh, the old man, spark. they they sold it at a flea market, and then every owner who's had it since has had a paranormal experience. One owner is said to have looked into its eyes and developed a brain tumor. Oh, my God. Died within a year. All right, definitely don't look into its eyes. Don't look into its eyes, you guys. It's funny to be like, I've got a guest who's going to be on our show. Don't touch him. <laughs> like... Everyone's it's like, funny to call that a guest. I know. I mean, I know it's probably like that was a joke and everything. Of but. course, but like it's you know, like you bring out Betty White and yeah, you're right. like, do not touch her. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna immediately reach out and like you know, put a hand on her hair. I like, would look into the doll's eyes if I didn't. If he hadn't said that, would you? Yeah, I'm looking at a doll. Look you at immediately his eyes. make eye contact with a doll. I bet you would too, without even thinking about it. You're just looking at the doll. You look in its eyes. I bet you I won't. Yeah, you would. I guarantee <laughs> you would. I bet there's any if the, if there's anything that has eyes. I think you always look into its eyes. Ghostface. Yeah, Ghostface, a toy, a teddy bear. You look in its eyes. There's a moment in Ghostbusters where they when they first open the trap to try to catch Slimer. Yeah. Um, 
Dan Aykroyd goes, I forgot to tell you guys, do not look into the trap. And then cuts to Harold Ramis staring and goes, yeah, I'm staring into the trap, Ray. <laughs> like that. Just alerting him almost. <laughs> um, anyway, Harold. Mm-hmm. Harold Ramis. <gasps> Harold. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Zach Bagans wants to take Harold the doll to Doll Island to just- Like provoke? To see what'll happen. Maybe Harold will animate. At times he refers to it as an experiment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just says he wants to see if there's a, re- a reaction. Um, and then he goes, this isn't Barbie's boyfriend. This is for real. Oh, And then Aaron God. tacks on. He does a little PS on that great joke. Aaron goes, <laughs> Barbie devil. <laughs> and they all chuckle together. <sighs> Not a joke. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> Barbie devil. Right, guys? And they all enjoy that moment, even though it makes no sense. They're this isn't friends. Barbie's boyfriend. This is for real. <laughs> Barbie devil. Okay. What? They're made for each other. Can you explain your joke? They're what are you made for each about? other. You just say two words together? All right. That's fun. That's all they need. That's why they are good friends. Sure. Uh, there was a, a psychic says that there are five spirits in the doll. There's a woman who was in a mental hospital. She warns them to treat the doll well. Maybe it's going to attack you. <laughs> okay. So they, look out for that. All right. Anyway, there's now a whole other segment with a psychic for a while. Wow. They just visit a psychic and she just talks. She's, she says that Don Julian's been speaking to her. He told her that he has a favorite doll. It has a name. Here's why it was there. None of that is said to, to me on the show. Oh. Um, he says that he wants Zach Bagans and his former friends in life to, to raise a glass to him mm-hmm. when they're on the island, to cheers to him with a particular kind of beer that he was known to love in life called pulka. Okay. There's a whole thing now about sea spirits and creatures. Hmm. Evidently, there is a mermaid in the water, or it's a snake that comes out of the water, wraps around your legs, and pulls you into the lake, turning you into a mermaid? Oh. Unclear. But the word mermaid is used- Thrown around quite a bit. And not used in the way that I've ever heard mermaids- used before okay but this story does obviously line up with the notion that don julio's body was found in the water and that his nephew said that he believes that a fish took his spirit and went off with it like it it is somewhat analogous to the idea of like you know something living in the water taking the spirit of living or taking people down the psychic says that this creature that lives in the water is what drowned don julian Mm -hmm. and it is what drowned the girl the original little girl that he failed to save. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So that's posited as sort of an origin point, a huh. thing in the water. Kristen never comes back up. I hate it when that happens. I feel like they do that on ghost adventures in particular a lot. I'm telling you, this is an adventure in the truest sense of the world. Yes, we are, you're right. You're we're right. just in motion. We're just moving through a million things. There is not a cohesive thesis statement in the yeah, episode. We're on the adventure with There's them. not a central investigation in this. It is stuff. It is, all right, we're doing this now. Okay, we're going to go yeah. to the to the island in the morning. All right, all right. now we're going to talk about Harold the Doll for a while. Let's visit with a, a psychic. Let's go do this now. Like It's just kind of all over the map. Let me tell you, there are a couple of theses in Expedition X. So like I said, they have a co-host who is a scientist who's looking for the scientific scientific explanation of these things. And um, they talk early on about how nearby Doll Island, there's a place that was a pyramid complex, they called it, where the, and this seems legit, like Josh Gates was narrating this part. Like he would chime in sometimes with his voiceover that was like history corner. Um, It's a weird show. I do like it though. But anyway, apparently the Aztecs back in the day would perform 
quote unquote sacred and bloody rituals at this nearby pyramid complex. And some people some people believe that there's a spiritual connection between that pyramid and the canals. So Phil and Jessica go to that pyramid and underneath it is basically not not basically there are caves there are caves underneath the pyramid that they go into to kind of like see what they see because phil the scientist wonders if there could be any sort of material in there that could contaminate the water and potentially cause hallucinations paranoia psychological side effects that could be adding to the feeling that people have when they're on doll island because the water is coming through this cave down the canal and is going directly to the area of doll island that's interesting So they're investigating that. And he says he smells a somewhat sweet smell, which is indicative of, I believe he said, I have it in here, but my notes are long. Some sort of, it's like methylene, I think it was. So they go into the caves. They have like headlamps on and stuff. And they see this drawing in chalk with a couple of rose petals on a stone, kind of like not so far from the entrance of the cave. And they're like, huh, I wonder what this means. And they just have to sort of guess and pause it because they don't know. And they, Jessica is kind of like winging it and being like, well, I mean, it, it could be anything. It could maybe be a symbol of protection of the caves, or maybe it's a symbol that's supposed to be like a lock to lock evil spirits in here. Okay. But this symbol to me looked a little bit like a Merkaba, which is, I don't think it was exactly that because also a Merkaba is this like three dimensional thing. It's basically two 3d triangles locked into each other. Okay. And it's this thing that's supposed to help you connect with like ascended realms and higher realms. But it looked to me like if you were trying to draw a Merkaba in 2d, what it would kind of look like. So I wondered if it being that connected with some, rose petals was that somebody was having some sort of like nice ritual there Hmm. like being in kind of like an old sacred place and trying to connect to like ascended masters that's interesting or something like that a merkaba is like um it's like a jewish mysticism thing so it's not it doesn't necessarily jive with like aztecs and catholicism and the stuff that's in the area of mexico city but i felt like it was worth mentioning yeah so um so yeah, so they they check that out and then Phil is working on that theory because he smells this and he's like, all right, I'm going to see if there are like bubbles in the water that would indicate gas in the water and that could explain why people are hallucinating and stuff like that. And so while Jessica and Jason from Ghost Hunters are setting up cameras to do their ghost investigation, he, Phil, has an underwater camera that he puts into the water to see if there are enough bubbles that he thinks maybe there is like ethylene in there. And when he does that, this figure comes zooming at the underwater camera and you're like, ah! and it was a doll in the water. What? <laughs> that's awesome so he ends up thinking like yeah there are like a lot of bubbles in this water it could totally be that this water is contaminated um but then it turned out not to be the case really he took samples he sent them away and there's not enough of a presence of those compounds that is for that to have had an effect that's interesting first of all Mm -hmm. serendipity odd timing whatever the doll comes right at the scientist's camera yeah right pretty fun awesome two my episode of Ghost Adventures of there's something in the water. Yes, I know. At its, at its core essence, what they're saying is something in the water has resulted in 
the supernatural stuff we're experiencing above ground. Yep. That is exactly what you just described. Something in the water, but it's a chemical mm-hmm. compound. It's a reaction. Yep. It's it's resulting in a hallucination. Mm-hmm. Those two theories of an explanation of what's going on are identical to me. Yeah. One is a, from a supernatural standpoint mm-hmm. of like a believer, and one is from the standpoint of a skeptic of the supernatural, a, a scientific mindset. Yep. But they still are saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the water. The water. And something's going on. Neither one of them has proof. No. So maybe there's something other than a skeptic and a believer, right? Like, yeah. Neither the skeptic nor the just believer. Just that we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. It's right. just happening. You yep. can't measure it. I'm pretty close to a just happening or I yeah, have no idea. So? I believe, but I do a lot of, I don't know. Seems like something's there, but I have no idea why or what. I guess who is to say that, like, if there are ghosts and stuff, mm-hmm. who the hell's to say that you can measure them and and catch them on camera? Like, maybe you just can't. I know, right? Maybe they're just uh, immune to to our methods of, of. I think it's not totally impossible. That's why yeah. a lot of these ghost shows neither prove nor disprove the existence to me. I don't look at something and be like, well, they didn't caught, they didn't catch anything, so obviously yeah, yeah. nothing's haunting. I'm like, this didn't catch anything. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, true. People seem to experience stuff all the time, and maybe there is something, but they just can't catch it. Yeah, and I'm fine with that because the yeah. the idea of like you can't prove it is to me the same as. It, Okay, you you, can't. Per- you personally experienced it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But there are tons of things that you experience that I don't. There are tons right. of things that I experience that you don't. And they're still real. Yeah, they're still real because they're real to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with that. The only reason that I ever get uptight about ghost shows is when I suspect that they're faking something. Because yeah, then know. it just feels to me like yeah. an attempt to pull the wool over people's yeah. eyes and dupe them. Yeah. They're getting paid for this. Yeah. They're making money off of, you know, potentially uh I don't know. Entertainment. Entertainment, but like, you know, I know convincing people that there's hope or I, something like that. And like, I, I know. know. People take this stuff seriously, you know? I know. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. that's fascinating. Yes. I, I, it didn't bear out though. Yeah. I know. It's so I don't know. So, what did they find during their investigation? What kind of crazy stuff happened while they went like night vision? You know, not a, not a lot of, anything mm-hmm. again same I, I will say that like the show the episode was like very sort of like serious and deliberate um but one of the moments of levity did happen during their like nighttime investigation mm-hmm. so they're going back to doll island now in the dark to really be able to use like an sls camera and a spirit box like all their fancy ghost equipment yeah but as they're piloting up it's just like i think it might be just Aaron and Zach in a boat mm-hmm. with a with like a like a speedboat kind of thing. Yeah, and behind them is going to be everybody else. It's going to be Bill Tolley and uh, an old friend of Don Julian's are coming, but they have to come via rowboat, uh-huh. and it's going to take them another hour and a half to get there. Oh my God. So it's it gives you sort of also an idea of like how remote this island might yeah. be. That like if you don't have a speedboat, hour and a half. Also, the hierarchy in the group. Zach yes. takes Aaron. Who gets the speedboat? <laughs> Zach and Aaron. Was Aaron wearing a hat? To no, guard from the sun? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I was just curious. I could see him uh, in Certainly like not a... at night. I, I think of him more at night in this episode than I do during okay. the day. I don't know. I could see him in like a bucket hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cool for you, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Does it look nice? Yeah, it looks great. Cool. <laughs> um, so they get there at night, and as they pull up in the dark, the island looks far scarier. Mm-hmm. Far scarier. Yeah. And so they pull their boat up right along shore, and then they're both sitting there like filming it. <laughs> and after like 10 seconds- You get out. Yeah. After about 10 seconds, Aaron goes, 
neither one of us is even moving to get onto the shore. And they yeah. start laughing. They're like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I just couldn't even think like, it didn't even occur to me to like stand up and move. Yeah. Like, like why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you ever voluntarily go on to why this place? Why would you want to be here in the yeah. middle of the night alone? It's yeah. pitch black. It oh. is so dark out. The only light is They don't from have their like environmental cameras. light there, you know? No, it, it, it is. Meaning like, like city light and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you think about like, like light pollution is what I'm trying to say. Light pollution. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I, it was so human and so enjoyable and yeah. even like Allie who like distinctly this is not her kind of thing but yeah. even Allie was like that moment it's like two friends yeah who are like what what are we doing <laughs> yeah and it, I, I really enjoyed that but like once they're on here's some of the stuff that they start to experience the two of them still waiting for the others mm-hmm. are walking around they say that they walk past a sort of like campground and then they continue walking and they make sort of a lap yeah when they return back to the campground, there was a fire. Oh. It was not there before. They're able to see it from their boat as they're pulling up, and it's not there. Uh-huh. And they even sort of replay some of the footage to show, like, we showed up, there was no fire. We walk around, now there's a fire. There's no one here. Huh. But there are cuts in it. Yeah, right. I want a time lapse. I know. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Just speed like, up the exactly. footage. Exactly. Yeah. Later in the episode, they do a time lapse thing oh. where like they speed up like an See, investigation with no cuts because then it makes you feel like yeah, do it yeah. with no cuts, do a mm-hmm. time lapse. I want to see that you in frame. Yeah. There's the campground, and we're both here. Then we walked, 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 walked. We were both together the whole time. We returned, and now there's a fire. Yeah. And but by the way, I will say, even if I got that, I'd be like, well, how do we know there's know. no one else on the island? So that's my own bias, but. Still, whatever. It was pretty entertaining. Critically, yeah. Completely. Um, a lot of the time, I'm thinking about spiders. Mm-hmm. There's spiders everywhere. And they do hear movement. There are signs of life here. Yes. There are animals on the island. They hear cans and like debris moving just that in just the distance. That just gave me a genuine chill if you're watching if you're watching the video version but i just looked crazy i gave me a chill thinking about just like i, I don't know I, I don't like unseen creatures oh, just like thinking you're alone and then just like something moves over there yeah like, like i know that's just nature and some, everything yeah but it freaks me out that you can't see that there are like rats around or you know whatever's going on completely i don't like it at all and there's a lot of that here yeah um i think that the standout moment the standout moment of the episode, the best moment of this episode. Everyone's there finally. And they've got like a little video village set up somewhere where Bill Tolley is hanging out, just like listening in the nerve center, the nerve center. Sure. Aaron and Zach alone inside the cabin, surrounded by dolls. They're going to open up the little case that has Harold, the doll. Mm -hmm. And again, this is Zach's experiment. He wants to see what'll happen. Will Harold have some reaction against the other spirits of the other dolls, whatever, who knows? He goes to open it up, and then you hear, and there's, then Nick, or, or, uh, Aaron, and, and Zach jump and run out of the room, and then you hear, <laughs> and a doll starts laughing. And oh now, and it's been, it took four seconds for that to happen. Now they have to piece out what just <laughs> happened. Aaron starts going like, I thought I heard a cat. I, I didn't know what was happening. Like, I thought maybe like a cat was like jumping at us or there was like a cat fight breaking out. But now that doll is laughing and Zach's like, which, which doll is it? And they're like freaking out. They're in the room. Forget Harold the doll. They didn't even open it. He's like looking at us like, what is making that sound? They're looking at a whole wall of dolls and you can hear a doll laughing. Like, I can't even tell which this one sounds it is. Great. And they're trying to figure out. They're so, so freaked out. They replay the moment. 
and I I personally distinctly heard like a yeah, but the meow the, that like cat fighting noise, yeah. you know, it gets blended with the baby doll laugh almost Weird. like they happen they happen almost simultaneously, almost like the cat sound triggered the doll. Yeah, right. It's that direct. Weird. Um, and so they 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 replay it. Zach, when they start making more and more sense of it, Zach starts going. Uh, very ghost adventures with mm-hmm. it, right? He starts going like, I, so here's what happened. I moved to open the thing that contained Harold the doll, a doll who's super duper haunted. Right. That might not, it shouldn't be here. The second I went to open it, I think two cats broke out fighting. Uh-huh. And I think that triggered the baby doll thing to laugh. Does that mean, is it like, is it like all of this happened to prevent me from opening the case and right. bringing Harold out? Right. He refers to it as being like an energy bomb uh-huh. that just like the 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 thought of introducing this, this. other object, this other artifact into this scenario just right. it's like a nuke of energy went off to create this maelstrom where like I love was that. a cat attracted to it or running from it? Mm-hmm. What is it that triggered the dolls? They're trying to make the dolls laugh again. Yeah. He's like trying to like he's like bopping them on the wall, flashing lights in their face, waving his hands to try to see if it was like motion or what? Yeah. What and none of them are doing it again. None of them are laughing again. Once he reaches out and he taps a doll on the leg, and then there's a scream outside, and you can start hearing animals howling outside. It's oh like, my God. what's going on? And then I had a real debate with my wife. Yeah, yeah. What are we seeing? What is going on? Because to me, I'm watching an entertainment property. Yeah. That has done its job. Gorgeously. Just, whoa, what entertainment. Yeah. But to me, like, I don't know. I need to see your raw files. I need to know that yeah. all these sounds happen in the same audio file. And even then, I'm like, it's synchronicity. Mm-hmm. But boy, the juxtaposition of all these things is wonderful. Yeah. And Allie is so much, and I completely understand this, of just like, n- who cares? Yeah. It's nothing, and we know it's nothing. So it's wild. Yeah. But what am I supposed to do? Go, oh, an energy bomb went off? Like, it's it's complicated. But yeah. At the end of the day, we both still looking at it, we were like, that was cool. Yeah, right. You know, it was a very fun moment. Yeah. Everything else they got, I think, pales in comparison to that moment. But awesome. that moment was great. Well, we had nothing like that in Expedition X. They hardly had like any activity and anything that happened was only around Jessica. So when they did their daytime investigation where they were talking to Rogelio and stuff, they're inside that main cabin thing that I think you're talking about Zach and Aaron being in. And the camera starts looking at her kind of and she's just looking upset and freaked out and she's like i'm just really emotional i just kind of need a minute and has like a a baby 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 bagans freak out okay tiny 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 but she's like i just i just need a minute i need to get out of here and so like walks out of the cabin and stuff and then they refer to her freak out throughout the episode like when you had that moment or whatever what was happening or when you know that that was like a pivotal moment in the thing they do a fourth wall break that uh, I wonder how often happens on the show or not. I'm not really sure. So all of a sudden we're looking at a producer and a cameraman and they have like title cards on the bottom saying what their positions are and everything who are talking business because the cameraman's camera stopped recording 
Um, he said just about the time that she had that moment where she was like, I just oh. need to step away. There are other cameras doing coverage or whatever, sure. but this guy's camera just fully stopped recording. And so they're just like, that's weird. Like, what the hell's going on? Mm -hmm. And the producer said, like, well, this is a known thing that happens on these shows that like oh. that cameras malfunction all the time for like people who work. He said, like, for people who work these shows, they know these things happen all the time. And I was like, more about that, please. I know. Yeah, that's almost like, a, you know, there's the I will say there's this sort of like common notion of your your battery suddenly draining. Mm hmm. Things like that. That that's just sort of like ghost lore. The way that ghosts yeah. supposedly interact with electronics is they will suddenly drain your battery, cause malfunctions, whatever. Mm -hmm. But for somebody on the show to go, that's what happens when you make a show like the show we're making right now. Yeah, when you go to paranormal places, is very fun. And that I think highlights the crux of more of what I was hoping out of our dual viewing here mm -hmm. by seeing two sets of people go to the same environment. Right. What do we see? that happens to them that's quite similar or dissimilar. Mm -hmm. I would love it if I had a similar thing that Ghost Adventures, their equipment malfunctioned. Right. Not the case. Right. So what do you take from that? Nothing or something that it's just like I theoretically. Think if, I think if you're going, like if you were to just think with like Ghost or Real Mind, yeah. you could just think like, well, maybe they don't do the same, maybe they don't do the same thing every time. But like, it's also like, you know, scientific method again. And again, we already just had a, a sort of like mini debate advocating for maybe you just can't measure them. Mm -hmm. But scientific method, you, you get an effect and you want to see if you can recreate that effect. Right. Two different ghost hunting shows went, you know that they each had tons of electronics and equipment. Yeah. One of them talked about malfunctions. Or did something malfunction on Ghost Adventures, but it was pushed Bacon's out by other stuff. And mention it? Maybe, maybe not because of the cat going nuts and everything. Listen, I've got other stuff. Or maybe stuff. because they use that too often. I'm sorry, but I have other things that could have been dropped in favor, in favor of, of yeah, our yeah, yeah, equipment yeah. is failing. All right. Um. So, so yeah. Oh, I also want to mention that when she said that she was getting emotional and she feels like she might cry, they do a goosebump cam. Oh, which, but they don't call it that or anything, but just like on Ghost Adventures, I was like, this feels familiar. She's looking at her arm. She's like, look, I have goosebumps. And yeah, I was yeah, like, this yeah. is always a, this is as much a tool, mm -hmm. the physical body and the goosebumps as anything else for measuring ghostly activity. But that's pretty much it. They try to kind of provoke anything that might be interested in Jessica by putting her alone in that shack for 30 Aww, minutes. That's like what they usually do to Aaron. I know. Yeah. I know. But she's all she's all about it and everything. She's not oh, like, okay. oh, it's not like they put her there. They're yeah, like, well, yeah. let's try this. And so she sits there and she says that she hears a lot of, this is my word, not hers. I can't remember what she said. Skittering Sk all around her. Scuttering. Taint heard no scuttering. Taint heard no scuttering. Um, she, just, she hears that around her and I was like, Ugh, yeah, that's not fun. And then a baby doll does make a sound. It says mama. Oh, okay. Different sound. Different sound. And the they show on camera, there's one baby doll on the ceiling of like a million baby dolls that's moving. Oh. And so they're like, why aren't they all moving or none moving? Why is just this one moving? Yeah, that's And so they too. pointed to that as kind of like a something happening. That's interesting. But there was no big moment, really. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I honestly find that to be more potentially like believable right, and viable realistic. then. Because it's just sort of like, here's what we did when we got here and mm -hmm. we tried to get. And like, it, it seems far less likely that you would get an energy bomb. Right. But Definitely. I will say. I so, love the idea of an energy bomb. Oh, though. so do I. It's it's a very fun yeah. notion. And certainly. Yeah, that, that everybody was like, no, in yes. that vicinity. And there was just like a, a, a sudden burst of kinetic energy mm -hmm. in that room. Like it, it happened. Yeah. 
as it was displayed to me. Right. Uh, but like Jessica Chobot having a big emotional reaction, mm-hmm. I don't want to shock you, but it happened to Bagans too. That guy displayed emotion? I, I can't imagine. Kristen, he had a feeling. <laughs> this guy's got a lot of feelings. He sure does. On, on Ghost Adventures Adventures, yep. we had an entire segment mm-hmm. called Feelings. Right. Because he constantly is like, here's what I'm experiencing. <laughs> So uh, he said, uh, after the energy bomb went on, out, off, he goes, I have the ice cold chills. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to... I need to watch more Ghost Adventures. I just love the way he can turn a phrase. It was like seeing an old friend. Yeah. I Again, I, I listen. I've got the ice cold chills. It just might not be like my show. It's not my sure. go-to. But when it's on, listen, mm-hmm. I, had a, <laughs> I had a really good time watching it. <laughs> uh, and he, he goes, I have the ice cold chills. I feel like I'm going to cry right now. He was so, I, I really have to say, they were like so freaked out and worked up. Yeah. While they were trying to figure out which doll had been laughing, they, for some reason, picked this particular doll on the wall that was wearing a, a onesie, like a baby onesie, mm-hmm. with a carrot and a bunny on it. And Zach goes, I think it, I think it was this one. Uh, Aaron, check the back. Let's see if it has batteries in it. And they, they go like, we have to be careful with it because this onesie is a nest of spiders. Oh. Full of spiders. And uh, oh, I would not even touch it. Bacon's is clearly prodding it with like a stick or something from a frame, <laughs> and he goes, "Check it for batteries, Aaron." <laughs> and Aaron starts to come near it, and that. Aaron's holding the camera, so the camera's just kind of getting closer to it. And he goes, "No, I'm not doing that, bro. It's covered in spiders." And Bacon's goes, "No, all the spiders are gone." And the camera zooms in on a big spider on the doll's head, and he goes, "No, they're not. <laughs> like they're just bickering, you know." They seem to agree that there are no batteries in it, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really opened it. Who if, knows? Yeah, how would they know if they didn't? Yeah. yeah. Later on, they, they'll bring in what looks more like a Barbie. It's almost like a Barbie crossed with a Boo Buddy. We've talked about like ghost hunting equipment. There's like a particular like teddy bear that lights up with EMF frequencies. It was a Barbie that like has a light up midsection. Hmm. So they wanted to put that in there next to this, next to this um, what's it called? Like a tribute to somebody who's died. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like a an altar? Yeah, kind of like that. There's like a like a thing. Okay, an for, effigy? No, like uh, to to memorialize Don Julian. You know what I'm talking about? All I can think of is an altar. I just can't find the word. Anyway, yeah, they put that doll there to see if they'll get anything, and put like the grid of lasers out, and they they get like a couple of things that move. They try to get an old friend of Don Julian's to listen to a spirit box and see if he hears. Don Julian's voice. Yeah. And he does. He like gives a thumbs up. He doesn't speak English, but he gives like a thumbs up. Like, I think I'm hearing something. And then the voiceover of Zach Bagans explains, we're using Pedro as a trigger object. Is like, <laughs> does Pedro know that? Yeah. Does Pedro know? And also like the literal definition of like objectification. Like, I'm only thinking of you as an object right now, Pedro. Right. <laughs> like, here, let's see if this ghost is attracted to you. He's a scientist. He does experiments. Uh-huh. Uh, they think they get an EVP when Zach Bagans asks, he goes, are you trapped inside these dolls mm-hmm. looking in the room? They think they get an EVP that goes, I don't like her. Stupid. Oh. So it goes called Bagans stupid. Did he do it in English? Yes. Is he speaking in English in this? Yes. Because at one point they did capture what they thought might be an EVP, but it sounded like it was in Spanish, oh, which made sense. That makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this was like very, 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 very like understandable clear english i thought there was like a very clear evp particularly when i called him stupid right (laughs) and i will say right after that moment i don't have the full quote written down but zach sort of ponders aloud if maybe now the spirits are obsessed with him (laughs) that's awesome it's like the the guy that thinks that like every girl has a crush on him yeah yeah you know like yeah 
oh no, what if it's like obsessed with me now? Yeah, I don't want to be too nice. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's really not an end to the episode either. They, they're they like- I feel like they do usually just, they just kind of end. They just kind of end. They bring Harold out of the, the bag. Mm-hmm. No more energy bombs. They put him next to that Barbie. Okay. Nothing really happens. Credits roll. But I did write down some Bagans quotes. Great. Thank you. You know, you know I love a Bagans quote. That's a great way to cap this. I also want to mention, I think that there's an episode of Screaming Room, which is basically Ghost Adventures pop-up video oh. featuring this episode. Oh, so it's fun. them in Zach Bagans' home movie theater watching the episode and then commenting on it. I'm pretty sure there's a Doll Island one. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, but, that would be fun to watch. I would yeah. definitely watch that next. Yeah. Um, so uh, leading into an ad break, talking about the dolls, uh, he's trying to explain why he has a phobia. He goes, why do they bother me so much? Uh, I can handle other things. I can handle investigating demons. These dolls are going to fudge and steal our souls. <laughs> but I love that he's like, I can handle so much else. Yeah. I can handle investigating demons, which depending on who you ask means, you know, doing nothing. <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> It's like not on the same par. I can handle, you know, like making stuff up, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't like being around dolls. It's not like being like, I can handle mannequins. I can handle things that are similar to a doll. Right. It's just a completely different ball game. Oh, completely. Um, At one point he says, he's like, it, it feels like very much like a trailer line, like a commercial line. He goes, we are adding a certifiably haunted doll to Doll Island. And then out of the corner of the room, I heard Ali go, who certifies that? Wait, did he leave Harold there? No, no, no. Oh, okay. they, they take it away. But a certifiably haunted doll. I know that it's a phrase. Figure of speech. But yeah. It's like, a funny question to ask. Who, who would, certified that? Who would cert- like, how can you? Because yeah. I think that even though it's a phrase, people would take that at a face value of like, yes, he is. It's a fact. Yeah, because yeah, he's like the haunted stuff he's guy. He's the haunted doll. Certifiably implies right. that somebody is agreeing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a moment where uh, Aaron goes, this is a good island where you're bringing a bad doll. And Zach's response is, don't make it sound like I'm doing something wrong. This is just an experiment. (laughs) Science, all in the name of science. It doesn't sound like a particularly good island anyway. No. People have experienced a lot of scary stuff there. Yeah, people have died several times. Yeah, that's right. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And the last one that I've got is just a particularly sort of like. They're like brothers, Zach and Aaron. Yeah, and this I, love I, them. I felt like was a fun highlight of it because they're here to make a show. They're they're this is a production. They're hosting this, mm-hmm. but this felt like an off camera kind of exchange. Aaron, dude, I don't like it in here. <laughs> Zach, I don't either. <laughs> With that inflection, <laughs> I don't either. Almost like a competitive. I was just thinking that. Like, right? I, I don't like it more. Yeah. It's just like other episodes that we had talked about on Ghost Adventures where it was like they were competing to show who's the most scared. Oh, it's so awesome. In some early stuff, like like Aaron would be like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps, man. Yeah. And Zach's like, I have goosebumps too. Look at my back. All over my body. Look at me. <laughs> Look at this. Look how strong like I am. Showing different body parts that are goosebumped. Look at me. It's kind of refreshing, though, to be competing over what a baby you are. It was wonderful. <laughs> Rather than like, you know, how much you can bench or whatever. Yeah, totally. So there you go. That's that's Ghost Adventures excursion into the Isle of Dolls. That's right. And that's Expedition X's excursion to the Isle of Dolls. And through these shows, we've told the story. We have. Yeah. Do you feel now, was this experiment 
did you get a result from this personally, do you think? I, I personally don't feel I saw any crossover. I don't really have a great Venn diagram of no, getting just, similar material or anything. Not a, No, I don't feel like it was so disparate or anything. No. So, uh, no, it was just kind of interesting to hear. It's, it was more their show, um, like, techniques on investigating things than the story or anything like that. Right, yeah. So, uh, no, it was interesting to hear what Bacon's did versus what happened on Expedition X. Oh, I definitely think it was interesting. I just yeah. mean, like, cr- like comparing yeah. what they got or didn't get or tried to. I think for yeah, me, no, the... It's just all pieces of a larger whole, it seems. Totally. I think for me, the standout comparative is about the water. Mm-hmm. On Ghost Adventures, it is posited that something in the water is uh, to blame for right. the deaths on uh expedition x the same is posited right. but from two exact opposite standpoints mm-hmm. a sea serpent versus ethylene i think it was wonderful yeah wonderful I, I really love although the ethylene was disproven and i mean listen i guess the sea serpent wasn't disproven but right. like i mean come on Come so on. I, I just Come on. I love that you know from the the position of science and from the position of paranormal research yeah no answers no no answers no, we don't as know. to what's going on right on doll island absolutely yeah well thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed that just like we said before if you go to gttupod.com you'll find links to our patreon that's also at patreon.com slash gttupod you'll also find links to our merch store to our facebook group where you can talk to other guides the unknown listeners and check out everything else that will and i do there yeah Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Keep up to date with every new episode, release, project of Guide to the Unknowns by following at GTTU pod on all social media. Yeah. And you can find us there as well. That's right. I'm at Chillin' Kristen. And I am at The Myth Traveler. So thank you so much for uh, traveling to Doll Island with us. Yes. This was really fun. Yeah, totally. Um, We will be back next time for more fright facts and scary investigations. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworlds, go we. Would you go to Doll Island? Yeah, I it wouldn't want to go like by myself bit of a, or anything. It seems like a bit of a hike to get there. I, it seems like tough stuff to get there. Um, realistically, like I was just thinking when I go there, I'm like, I picture myself just stepping off a boat. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. talking about the hike to get there. The it's whole really more a thing, of a, yeah. uh, a travel yeah. issue than anything. But theoretically, if sure. it wasn't just such a schlep, I would go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you? Um, I guess. You know what it also makes me think of a little bit? You know, like those bridges where they just, everybody hangs a locket? Yes. Or like a lock, like a bike lock kind of a thing? Yep. People just contribute them. Mm-hmm. It feels like part of the spectacle of it is the broad collection of things. Just mass quantities of dolls are weird to see. And people bring them there. So it's kind of similar. I guess I didn't say that in the main show, but at least on Expedition X, they said that people will bring dolls to Doll Island and hang them there now as kind of like an offering to spirits. And that's why there are so many. It's not like Don Julian just like packed the place with dolls. That's interesting. So Doll Island is growing. Yeah. Yeah. People people go there and bring dolls. It's got to stop at some point. <laughs> like I know. It's just It'll be, be like too packed. <laughs> you can't but get onto the shore. also steal them. <laughs> oh, true. You know, for like as a souvenir that you went. Would you take one? Ugh, no way. First of all, I wouldn't just because like I don't want to disturb whatever's going on there potentially. Yep. Also, I don't want I don't want a spider logged doll. I know. You know that those God, heads. No. You know the doll heads are empty, right? Filthy. Just 
filled with spiders. Filthy. I don't even want to think about it. I'm not even going to stop to think about it. I'm not even going to stop. I really hate, I really don't like them at all. Just imagine the cotton in the body. What? Ew, William. (laughs) Ew, 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 ew. Ew. I'm like picturing spiders like in cotton. Oh, okay. All All right. right. That's enough. Bye. Bye. (laughs)